0: Hey, y'all. It's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to
1: Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. What it do, boo?
0: What it do? Oh, a whistle. Can a nigga get in them goods? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, Yay, and yeah, and we're back. Okay, we're done. <laughs> What's going on, girl? What's going on? Nothing much, girl. Nothing much. Just living life, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, doing my best to. I said I've been setting intentions for my week. I
1: love it. I love mm-hmm. it. When I texted you, I was like, "Hey,
0: make, make sure, sure you set, you your set intentions. those intentions." I really, I genuinely appreciated that from my heart. Mm-hmm. I said, "You know, thank you for reminding yeah. me to be a better me, bitch." Okay, thank you. always appreciate you better
1: you always
0: so I set my (laughs) intentions for the week and I have definitely been doing well as far as that it's helped a lot Mm -hmm. because I realized um you reminded me that I used to write to-do lists for the week and I stopped doing that at some point Ooh, okay I don't know what happened but I stopped writing to-do lists at one period of time I guess I just I figured I would remember things or Mm -hmm. what, I don't know, but there's always so many aspects of my life to balance and I used to handle them really well when I wrote them down, you know, in detail like that. But, um, I've been letting shit fall by the wayside. So thank you for keeping me on my toes, bitch.
1: Of course. Always. How are you? I am tired, hunty. (laughs) You bitch, you be out. Okay, I've been in three different time zones in a week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I am just, I'm super tired, but I am grateful. I am thankful for the opportunities, for the doors opening. Um, cannot, cannot complain at all. Like I said, very, very grateful. I also set my intentions for the week, and I've been sticking to them as well. Um, definitely had some trying mm-hmm. moments, but you know it's okay. I remember those intentions that I set, and I just kept looking forward. So, yep, I'm here. I can't wait to get started with our convo, and i um, glad for another week of Becoming Chi.
0: Ready to get into this Motivation Monday? So, this week's Motivation Monday is a little long, but it should sound very familiar. We teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You can aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I am expected to aspire to marriage. I am expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, the person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. And that is a direct quote from Chi Mamanda Ngozi Adichie. I hope I did not butcher that.
1: And she said a word then. She said a word today, she's gonna to, that's gonna forever Girl, be a word. Forever. Okay?
0: That, forever.
1: Like <laughs> I love that entire quote because mm-hmm. I think that um like I said last episode, um there are things that we teach young girls, right, to aspire and I'm putting that in air quotes to um have when they get older. And it's just it's unfortunate because there's so many things that we as women can conquer and do and not saying that marriage is not everything but it should not be that's, not, that's, just, the, 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 that's just the tip you know there's so much more beyond that that we should yeah. aspire and that we should want to change and impact and leave our legacy because really and truly when you leave your legacy and people look back on all the things that you've accomplished I, hope, I would hope that people would want to say like that they were just more than the, just their marriage
0: Right. I really and would I'm- Very I mean very much so but sadly we experience a lot of people in I mean in our society and societies before that only aspire to marriage or they aspire to marriage originally and then they realize that that is not all that they wanted or they kind of come to the conclusion or realize like the rest Mm -hmm. of us that marriage isn't your total identity Yep. You know,
1: I agree and with that. And then
0: later on, they try to do the discovering process and things like that. And you know, it have, everybody has and their own a journey. And there's a difference
1: too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's definitely a difference because like I grew up, I love weddings. I, I'm an event planner. I love just, I have mm-hmm. my wedding plan since I was a young girl. And would that be great to be married one day? Yes. Is that like my life goal? No. But it's a difference between wanting those things or in seeing those things and then making that your everything. It's kind of like when you make your career, your everything. And then you're like, you wake up one day and you're like, damn, I don't have anything to show besides that. I got these accolades, but I don't have friends. I don't, my family don't fuck with me no more. You know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. It's like, you can't make one thing. your everything. You have to have your identity mixed into, you know, a, you have to make your impact and t- your touch reach a, a, a whole lot of different things rather than just that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That 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 quote is very important. And it honestly, it, really it gives words to a lot of things that are difficult to express. Mm-hmm. But we feel them, you know, yeah. every day. Yeah. I know for me, um, actually, let's not get too deep into this because we got to get into the scoop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this right, leads into true. the scoop real, yes. really well, you know. It's a real okay. good quote for that. So let's get into the scoopsies. What's the scoop this week? I feel like I do have to change. I have to change in the person, certain type of things I do. I gotta I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm wanting Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today.
1: So this week. We're going to talk about why it's so important to stop forcing relationships on women, specifically marriage. Neither one of us are married, but I feel like we also go through things where people are asking us. And um, I got that just the other day at my conference. Someone asked me, oh, you're not, I, don't, I see that you're not married, that kind of bullshit. Anyways, <laughs> um, but the narrative that as a woman we should, dis- we should aspire to be married um, is a narrative that I think we definitely want to stop. And we want to talk about because it, it impacts so many lives other than ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it.
0: So JB sent me an article a minute ago, um, from Exo Nicole, and it was just uh basically talking about it was titled Stop Forcing Relationships on Single, Successful Women. And it I mean, that pretty much explains it. But it kind of talked about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's friendship mm-hmm. and How there are rumors that they've been together and they are together and things like that, which okay, it is what it is, but yeah, um, ASAP definitely said that they're just friends and they're strictly platonic and things like that, which Uh it is what it is. And then, um, he said, you know, she's single, she's having fun right now, and stuff like that, yeah,
1: because not every male platonic relationship is a relationship, like, we're just friends, it's okay to be just friends with another guy, (laughs)
0: like, we can literally just be friends, exactly. everything could be fine but Mm -hmm. i feel that not only i know previously we talked about it being more of a southern thing to force marriage and relationships on people but Mm -hmm. i think it's just a societal thing in general because it's not necessarily exclusive to the south it's not a southern region southeastern region of the united states you Mm -hmm. know it's it could be a cultural thing i think that it's It could be, but I don't think that it is. I think, I I know for a fact that my African friends of different countries within the continent have told me of situations where their parents are like, why aren't you married yet? Who are you getting married to? Are you married to this man yet? And it's like, mom, calm down. It's not that serious. You know, and I experienced those same exact things. I have those same exact sentiments when it comes to, um having those kinds of, kinds of conversations with my family because they definitely place a lot of pressure on you. And why why do you think we do that? We don't do I feel like that's not done to men. I feel like it men are not raised done to men to meet that person and be stuck to that person in your head and in real life for the rest of your life. I think that I feel like they're taught to, you know, play the field and have fun. Mhm. Why don't they teach us that? Why do we have to learn that later in life?
1: I think that it's, it stems from things always being done that way. So I feel like maybe our parents and their parents and their parents' parents or whatever, it's always been that divide. You teach the boys to grow up and aspire to be CEOs and just take over and have the control and have, a you know, whatever. And you tell the women that they're, you know, no man's going to want you if view this. No man's going to want you to view that. Instead of just saying things like, okay, what are your dreams? Let's go make that happen too. Like teaching mm-hmm. your kids to kind of like aspire to do the same. Like if your child wants to be a vet and your son wants to be a doctor, teach them the same way. There's no divide in boy or girl. Um, I know plenty of women who are the, how- right. the breadwinners in their families. And that's mm-hmm. looked down upon in a, in a sense because it's, it, people think that the men should be the breadwinner and that's not the case for everybody, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I do think that it's it's unfortunate Um, to be raised in a household that only thinks of you as successful if you are married, because there are Mm -hmm. so many other um, determinants of what success looks like. And if you base your success based on being married and having children, then anything you've done before that, that I would deem successful or you would deem successful, you don't look at that as anything special. And that's very Mm -hmm. unfortunate because you're dimming your light and, you don't mm-hmm. truly value all the things that you bring to the table outside of making babies and being married. Mm-hmm. And it's very unfortunate. That's very So I think true. it just stems from a bunch of things in the past, for sure, depending on how their parents are raised. Everybody's not raised in the same household either. So, mm-hmm. you know, if your dad's telling you that um, you can do it all, and but you still got to be married, and then by the time you get 28, that's another thing. For some reason people feel like if they're not married by 30, then their life is over. It's like, I'm never going to meet anyone. I'm never going to find anyone. Like nobody's going to love me. And it's just like at, at, I think to myself, cause I used to be that way. When I was like mm-hmm. 16, I used to think to myself like, okay, like I'm probably gonna have kids by the time I, you know, when I graduate college, I'll find the man of my life. I'll be married and we'll have babies <laughs> right before I'm 30. Girl, uh-huh. I'm 28. I'd be divorced with some babies by now. Because Mm -hmm. I am so not ready. I'm not in that mindset, you know. And Mm -hmm. when you are always catering to that one thought, you just get yourself stuck in a situation that you don't need to be in. Because you weren't ready for it from the jump.
0: But, you know, that was a conversation actually my cousin and I just had the other day, Mm -hmm. the other night. Shout out to you. I don't know if she wants me to say her name, so I'll leave it out. But um, she's older than me. She's in her 40s. And she's single. And by choice. And uh, so she lives out in L.A., and me and her were just talking and catching up. And I was telling her about—and me and her never had this kind of conversation before, honestly. But I was telling her about the pressure that my mom places on me to be married by now or, like, to find Mm -hmm. the love of my life and stuff like that. And um, I was like, but I've done so much already. Like, why? why is it that this shit not enough like what the fuck else do you want me to do next is gonna be you know next is gonna be hurry up and have a kid then it's gonna be have another kid or whatever and granted women have a different pressure on us because we are limited in time if we want to have kids or if we don't we we are limited in that time although you know adoption Mm -hmm. is an option and there's a lot of other options but as far as to naturally have a child the way that you know people most commonly do yeah we're limited in that time as far as like healthy pregnancies and children and shit go so i guess that's mm-hmm. why that pressure is placed on us but that shit kind of sucks though to be on the receiving it does. end of that oh because but th- no like matter said- how much you do you feel like there's always like a reminder like my aunt will be like are you getting married yet ma'am yes whose son like has down. acted right whose son <laughs> has acted right point him out cuz when he does i promise you you'll be the first to know i'll okay. guarantee you'll get the i will call Invite you in and the let mail you know immediately specifically save the dates will be specifically sent to you first but ma'am ain't nobody's son acted right yet so we have all got to calm down we have all got to simmer down on this and just let me live my best life right now But see,
1: like you said like what you just said wanting to get married and have kids and then considering a marriage like an important goal of yours are two different things yes you can want to have kids want to get married because okay that's what i that's what i want but -hmm. when you make that such an important thing in your life and you say like well i have to get married and i have to have kids because my time my uh my what is it your time your clock is ticking And I got to have babies by the time I'm 36 because if I don't have babies by the time I'm 36, then my A's are going to dry up. That's not the case. I know people who've had babies in their 40s and their babies are just fine. You just may be hurting a little bit when you outside playing, you know, softball or baseball with your child. Your (laughs) knees may, you know, hurt a little bit more. You might be 72
0: at your child's graduation and it is what it is.
1: It is what it is. Ain't nobody going to look at you differently. High school your You had your husband, but your wife, it's like, Wait until it's the right person. Don't rush into it because you feel mm-hmm. like if you if you don't if you don't get married by this time or if you don't have babies by this time then like your life's over. Let's not be dramatic. And I'm the queen of drama, <laughs> dramatics. Okay, like my friends will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Kavo is too. I'm gonna call her out. Absolutely. Um, we 1000%. are two drama queens, and we yes, okay, been there, done that. Quarter Life Crisis episodes. Go check it out. But at the
0: same time, oh, yeah. it's like, check that one out. That's a good one. Run that. That's shit a good DJ. one.
1: <laughs> check out that quarter life crisis because everybody has it. But you put so much pressure on that time that you don't even realize the good mm-hmm. things that are happening around you and that things will just work out in time. My dad, Like I said, my dad always says life's going to happen. You don't have to really force anything. But when you start forcing things and start making things a priority, you really get lost in the sauce. Mm hmm. And you don't have time Mm -hmm. to enjoy or appreciate anything because you're always looking forward to the next thing and wanting the next thing to come around. Like, okay, well, this guy didn't work out. So let me go to the next guy and date instead of being like, okay, this guy didn't work out. Let me take some time to myself, figure out what I really want and then move on to the next person that I feel like deserves my time. Mm -hmm. Don't rush into anything that you're not ready for either. You know, you're not ready to have kids. You know, you only make forty thousand dollars a year. If you desire for your kids to have a certain lifestyle and go to a certain school and go to private school, whatever the case may be, like, you may Mm -hmm. have to do a little bit. You have to wait a little bit, maybe, to get to that point. So don't rush into anything and then think that life's just going to be like, okay, here's everything on a silver platter. That's just not the reality of things. Sorry to tell you guys. It's just not.
0: It's simply not. Simply
1: put. And who I love, because, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, we talked about Rihanna. Um, She just broke up. With her long... I mean, I don't know if she broke up with him, but her and her longtime boyfriend, I can't remember his name, are not Azana. together. I, don't, I assume, because that's what the media says, but you know, people in media, whatever. Um, but you look at someone like Rihanna who owns her singleness, and I love that about her. Um, even when she's in a relationship, she still, I think, portrays to the world what she wants to portray, and that's like, yeah, I, I may be with a guy, but I'm also doing ah. my own thing. Okay, Oliver. That was a little bit aggressive, don't you think? Oh, also tracy ellis ross it's like That's to me I was like oh yeah i know who you're yes saying, she right. is like it right her mm-hmm. you look at oprah winfrey like these women who have been single and or they are not they're just not married not that they're single um i'm sure tracy's getting her rocks off however she seems fit okay okay and it's none of our business
0: period none of our business. it has nothing to do with it
1: nothing to do with us but you look at these women and it's like I really admire Tracy because when she speaks about it, cause I'm, she's asked all the time why, and does she desire to have kids one day and what's her life plans and things like that. And it's like, and she brings it back. She's like, look at all the accomplishments that I have. Like I do great things. Having a child is not going to be like the ultimate. That's not my ultimate. That's just not everybody's. That's not in everybody's forecast. And you can't be mm-hmm. upset about that and pressure people to like have kids just because that's what you feel like every woman should have at the age of 40 or 45 or whatever.
0: Yeah, I honestly think it's really cool that Tracy Ellis Ross is um, single by choice at the age that she is and also that she just is living her best life. I think it's beautiful. And I think that when we become or when we work or learn as, like, as a group of women, right, and in whole or as a society, when we learn to accept... That people are individuals and your life is not, or the worth of your life is not determined upon who you have in your life, when you have them in your life. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll be better off. But, yeah,
1: because yeah. you're not adding that pressure on yourself, too.
0: Yeah. You're not That's adding that pressure, pressure on yourself to find mm-hmm. someone that you match with or mix with tracy
1: was featured in glamour and they um she made this well she made a statement that was really really good but she was saying how like she's done all these great things right she's a good friend a solid daughter a heart worker her credit is good she takes out the garbage before it gets smelly she recycles and she's won a golden globe but people still judge her basically on her marriage and the kid count and she basically said that she's taken ownership of her life she wrote in her journal about um how she's going to pay attention to the reality of her life and the audacity of my dreams instead of the expectations I was raised with. So we circling back about, you know, why do we think that is? Obviously, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's something that we've Mm -hmm. been raised and kind of brought up to think that the marriage is the ultimate goal. And if you're in your 40s and you don't have kids or you don't have a husband that you're not doing anything right, but you're doing everything right. You're just doing it at at your speed and at your time. And if you like how I always say I don't even know if I want kids. If I don't have kids, it's not going to be the end of the world for me. If I have kids, I will be happy regardless. You know, I'll be happy either way because it's my life and I'm taking ownership of my life. I don't have to um, set these certain standards based on societal or generational um, probes just because that's what people tell you that you have to do. And I think that more people have to realize that and that's just not with just marriage and your relationship that's across the board even with your careers you know I have friends who maybe their parents were lawyers and so they want them to be lawyers and that's just not their passion You have to figure out what works for you and stick to that and be grounded in who you are Instead of allowing people to force and put their kind of um, desires on you.
0: That's very true. Um, My cousin and I actually were talking about that and she said For a while, she had this mindset of the same mindset, like, I got to get married, I got to have kids. And she was like, Mm -hmm. when she was able to move away, because she was at home with all her family and friends, right? When she was able to move away, she was able to Mm -hmm. establish her own identity a lot better, you know, than Mm -hmm. having the influence of family and friends and what they say around And she had to sit down with herself and say, is this really what I want? And she realized that, yeah, she wants to be a mom, but does she want to actually carry a child? She's like, no, I never wanted that. She wants to adopt. And she said that's something Mm -hmm. that she realized after moving away and taking time for herself and being like, hmm, okay. So she's like, I never wanted to go through the process of carrying a child. I didn't want that. So she's like, why was I pressuring myself to do that? And she was like, "Yeah, eventually I would like to find someone that you know, I can be with and be married to and things like that." She's like, "But if that shit don't happen, I don't care. I'm still out here dating. I'm still getting mine, (laughs) you know." Okay. I'm still out here living, living breathing, sucking up this free oxygen. You know. (laughs) I'm out here flourishing and shit, and I was like, "You're right." And. Mm -hmm. It was a really good conversation and she was like, you know, never forget all that you've done in your life because you'll forget that when you're listening to outside sources give you, you know, their thoughts on what you should be doing at this point Mm -hmm. in your
1: life and And you just think about how like when your friends tell you something or when your family tell you something, it sticks to you. It's kind of like you're like the glue and it just everything that their words just really sticks to you. you, It just has so much more weight. so much more weight, so much more meaning. And we have to get out of that narrative too, because not every word is not born. All right. Not everything your people say is the right thing to to do or, you know, anything of that nature. Because when you start making it, when you start putting those pressures from their, from what they say, Mm -hmm. it's like, I like that your friend removed from herself from her family and friends, or, you know, not in a, in a malicious way, but she just kind of obviously grew into something different that kind of relocated Mm -hmm. her. But, you have to get away from those outside noises and sometimes the outside noises come from your closest circle and that is where the mm. pressure lies. Sometimes you got to get away from that.
0: Yeah, sometimes you do and it's good for you to be able to separate yourself and establish your own identity if you have outside sources telling you things and placing pressure on you where it's not necessary. But that was a, um, exactly. yeah, that was a good point that you made. I'm glad you made that. It reminded me of that conversation. Well, that part of the conversation. <laughs> Anything else? Is what's up?
1: Do you? I mean, I was thinking because, like, we're talking about mm-hmm. marriage, right? And I think that everybody has this. Until you're married, you really don't know what marriage is. Until yeah, you're actually you in it, it's kind of like when you desire mm-hmm. to be in a relationship, and then you get in one, you're like, "Holy shit, this is way too much!" Like responsibility, right? you're like,
0: "Fuck, why I did have I do to." This shit?
1: Right? It's too much. Um... So I want to talk about that. Like, what are some core things that as we get, as you get older and as you, like, as we get older, I'm sorry, and, um, are dating and, you know, finding out who's the one in our eyes, right? What are a few core things that you kind of just want to make sure that your person has so that like you, that you feel like will lead your marriage to success?
0: Oh, okay. So first thing, believe in God. Obviously we got conversations that need to be had. With with this man right here, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we got to make sure that he is the third party in this situation, or the shit's not gonna work. Yep. Um, good, effective communication is necessary, for sure. Mm-hmm. Adaptability. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, because the world is ever changing, life is ever changing, and especially one thing that I have. Heard from, like, of course, TV shows, but, like, family members who've been married for years and decades. And they say every seven years or so, somebody goes through a major change. Mm -hmm. Somebody. Whether it's you or him or, like, one of your kids or whatever. And you have to work through and reinvent the connection that you all have in a different way. Because if not, you'll get bored with one another. And so... Also, just because things change within life and I can't deal with the person who can't adapt to shit. Like, if we're outside and it's hot and all you want to do is complain about how hot it is because you don't (laughs) want to be hot right now. Like, shut the fuck up. Go get a cup of ice or something. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not. Be blessed to be outside. (laughs) Right. Right. And the third one would be someone who does what they say they're gonna do Ooh, that's my favorite yes yeah that would be the third one do what you say you're gonna do that really weighs heavily with me when it comes to someone if someone tells me that we're gonna do something say something random like Oh, we're going to go get food at this restaurant because I know you really like it. And then when the time comes for us to go to the restaurant, we don't go. I'm not going to believe nothing else you say. I'm going to be like, you know, next time you might be like, we're going to go to the movies. I'm be like, are we really going to the movies or are you going to take me to the skating rink? Because that's not what I'm in the mood for. Right. <laughs> you know, just, just to like give you a very like surface level. Yeah, of course. Comparison. If somebody says something and they don't do it, I take it to heart and I really don't even want to, like, deal with that person anymore. So if someone tells me they're going to do something and they stick to it, it really sticks with me. I'm like, oh, I like this. I like this. Okay. Let's see if they keep doing that. You know? Yes. That's very important to me. Okay, those are, are really good
1: three? three. I like those. I love all of those. Um... I agree with the first one as far as like God needs to be the center of our relationship. <laughs> I would even level that up and say that I want my spouse to walk with me with with God in hand. Um, I mm. want you to go to church with me. I want us mm-hmm. to raise our kids and, um, you know, teach them principles and different things that we've learned in our journey with our, our spiritual journey and things like that. So that's a mm-hmm. really, really big one with me. Um, I would also say someone who's empathetic. Um, Mm. I think it's, we're going to mess up. Yeah, there's, we are not, we're human. We're not perfect. Um, we are going to mess up occasionally, but I want someone who is understanding, empathetic to situations and really, um, understands the lying love that we have, I guess. Um, and Uh wants to make things work even when we feel like we're at our lowest and we can't see a, a door opening for our, in the in the next stage of our marriage, right? My last one would be someone who's open minded, because mm. we're forever mm-hmm. changing, like you said. Um, and I want you to love me at all stages of my life, and so you're gonna have to be, and I have to love you at all stages of your life, and I have to be open minded to the new things that you may like. I may be in my fifties, and my husband now wants to go get a motorcycle and join a biker gang because that's just what he wants to do. And I need to be open-minded to the fact that, okay, this is maybe his midlife crisis, but mm-hmm. if he has passion behind it, he really enjoys it, and this is what makes him happy as of right now, like I need to I need to support and really be open-minded to the fact that he's forever evolving as well. So um, mm-hmm. just a lot of mixture things in there. But I think we both have really good um, qualities for successful marriages, and you guys, we will keep you up to date when those things happen. 50 years from now you know um, no time soon 52 mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that meme where it's like uh, they're like 80 and they're like 80s or 90s it's like well I've been with her for 80 years might as well tie the knot yeah, or whatever I guess I'm
0: ready to settle down now. I guess I'm ready I guess but I will say
1: me and my cousin were just literally talking about this before we I got um, we started recording um, before I got in the booth before we got in the booth I really like dating is the ghetto. Um, We've already made that very clear, but I will say when being in a relationship is just as ghetto, because if it's not the (laughs) right relationship, the stress it's behind ghetto it. As fuck it's ghetto like as right fuck. You are up and down. You're on an emotional roller coaster. One minute you're happy. Next minute you're not. One minute they tell you something, building you a fantasy. Next minute they lying and doing some dishonest shit behind your back. I mean, you know, it plays both ways. So it's like mm-hmm. until you really, really find the right one and are grounded in who you are, and they're grounded in who they are, and they can match you and elevate you, and you can elevate them as well. You know. Stick to being single and living your best life so much easier.
0: <laughs> For real. Yeah. My yeah. my tip yeah. of the
1: week. Let's get into this do of yes. the week.
0: So do of the week. Mm-hmm.
1: Do of the week this week is be patient. Don't rush. Don't put pressure on yourself. Um, wait to find that right person. That right person will come find you. You don't have to search for it. It's just going to happen and it's going to be effortless. So until then, be single. Live your best life. Go enjoy everything that life gives you um, because you're loved and you are
0: the baddest bitch. Okay. Period. Period. Yes. Okay. Thank y'all so much for tuning in for another week of Becoming She. We really appreciate this opportunity to, you know, spend some time with y'all every week. Mm -hmm. Honestly, truly. But if you guys want to follow us on our journey, make sure you do that on Instagram and Twitter at BecomingShe underscore. If you have any questions, any partnership opportunities, sponsorship opportunities, or comments, suggestions, whatever, send those to BecomingSheLive mm-hmm. at gmail.com. All of that information will be in the description box. So if you need it, check it out. That's all we got for y'all this week. We love y'all. We love out. Love you so much. Bye. Oh,